When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, Tim Kitzer here from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, and you're listening to Throwing Up the Same with Trayvon Edwards and Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka! And now, here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka! And today, we're joined by a special guest, my boy, Samir Hernandez. Let me, put, let me put Oscar-winning producer Samir Hernandez in front of that. Let me put some respect in What's going on, Samir? What up? What up? What up? Sounds good, man. You know what I mean? Sounds good. Glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Samir Hernandez is the vice president of Slam Magazine, former Nike exec, the Oscar winner producer of Oscar winning producer, excuse me, of the film Two Distant Strangers and a also a NCAA national champion. Samir, this is the one high school national champion. Oh, okay. See, that's why I said hoops. You, yeah. you got to let me know. Oh. Uh, of, of the great no, no, Dominguez. No. Oh, Dominguez. You want, okay, no. so you won, a, you won a national championship at Dominguez. With, who, was, who was on your team? Uh, man, Tyson Chandler was, was the main dude on that team. Okay, that's what I was trying to make okay. sure. That I was a Tyson Chandler. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trayvon Free, that's a teammate. You know what I mean? He was rolling. Yeah, no, Tyson was a fucking beast in high school. He was like... Uh, unlike anything anybody's ever seen. And now it's time for the one or the two with J Skills. Sub Zero or Scorpion? I ain't seen the movie, but on the game, Sub Zero, man. Sub Zero's a beast, bro. What are we talking about? <laughs> Get over here. I don't oh, hey, are we are we quick hits? Are we quick hits? Am I just giving it to you? Are we just yeah, giving it's it quick hits. It's quick hits. Yeah. All if right. You, all right. Feel like elaborate. But if you got to explain why you chose that answer, you can. Yeah. All right. Let's do it then. All right. Sub Zero. Sub Zero. First of all, he was colder than uh, he was colder than literally colder than, than Scorpion. He was first of all, he's better at the game than Scorpion. You know what I'm saying? Scorpion had to get over here, which was dope. But like Sub Zero had like the uppercut, the ice uppercuts. You know what I'm saying? He did his kick. Ice came from it. You know, the little sliding kick thing. Man, that was cold, man. You know what I'm saying? And obviously he, 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 he frees you. And that freeze thing, you could do whatever you want with that. Like, from a gaming perspective, I ain't watched the movie yet, but from a gaming perspective, he was the coldest on the game, man. Sub-Zero all day. Interviewing or being interviewed? Ooh. Being interviewed. Being interviewed. Shaq or Duncan? Shaq. Give me another player. Shaq or who? Give me one player. Shaq or who? Uh, Malone. Shaq. (laughs) That's who we roll with, man. Shaq all the time. (laughs) That's yeah. my favorite player, man. Best player of all time. Booker or Tatum? Ooh. Book. No question. Love Book. Cootie or Chike? Man, you, you can't separate the two. <laughs> you can't separate the two. Yeah. That's, a, that, that, that's, that, that's, you know, peanut butter or jelly, man. It just it comes yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, they're my dog. Shout out to Cootie and Chike, man. Uh, oh, yeah, man. They win it, man. They, they win it. Kobe or LeBron? Kobe. I'm L.A., man. 
LA all day. Chris Paul or Westbrook? I told you I'm LA all day, big dog. We <laughs> go, we going we going with Westbrook. We going we going with the icon. But hey, by by the way, I know these quick hits. I was just having a conversation with my boy Pooh. I said, hey, at this point, you know, you always have a conversation about LA. Who right. who are the uh like who's like the king of LA? You know what I'm saying? You got James, you got Baron, you got Russell, you know what I'm saying? It's other people that kind of slide in there and name no names. Uh, but you got Trevor, you know what I'm saying? You got Tayshawn, you know, you can kind of take it back. But at this point, after what Russell did, Russell, oh, you got Paul. I can't believe, I, I can't forget him. I was going to say Paul. Uh, Paul was sitting at the top for a minute. And, yeah, Paul's, Paul's up there. And But but for, for what Russell has did, I don't – that's just a bar alone. I mean, I think that kind of outweighs a championship, bro. Like, breaking a 47-year-old record, I'm, bro, I'm not mad at that. Not, not, oh, but here's the thing. Not only did he break a record that was standing forever – he broke a record that nobody ever thought would be broken. Yeah. You know what nice. I'm saying? Like that, that record, in my opinion, before he started creeping up on that, before he averaged that triple double, like what were the two, three seasons in a row with the three seasons in a row yep. yeah. before he averaged that triple double. Like I think that that record was higher than that hundred point game. I think people thought that you would break a hundred point game, you Facts. know, that record Facts. before you break this. And Absolutely. because of that, he's the king of LA. That shit's iconic. It's not legendary. It's not, you know, whatever. That's iconic. That's like the the that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get no higher than that. So Russell. Russell is the king of LA. Marbury or Garnett? Ooh. Ooh, that's supposed to be quick, huh? <laughs> KG. KG. I'm going I'm running with KG. Yeah. He got a chip. Sarah or Verb? Sarah, Sarah, this yes, yeah. Shout out to Sarah. Sarah. First man. of all, he gonna say hey. verb because he went to verb. Jay went to verb. I went to verb. 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 No, <laughs> no, no, man. Hey, hey, here, here's one thing I know about you. You could tie a tie. That's one thing I know. About you. <laughs> 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 I, I know all the verb dudes got a tie a tie in high school. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. Definitely. Yeah, but, but hey, Sarah, no question, bro. Come on, man. Sarah, man, come on. You already know. The Oscars or the Golden Globes. Oscars, uh, the golden what? Man, don't, don't even uh, let me not let me stop. Right. Oscars, man, that's the pinnacle, bro. The pinnacle. No, for sure. I mean, but yeah, I mean, we can address the Hollywood foreign press is getting. You know what I'm saying? They not on good standing with with our people right now. Cast is walking away from that whole situation. So, you know, it is what it is. Yo, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I think I think now more than anything. I mean, and and to kind of take it more more serious route, like. Now is the time where, you know, people have to do right by people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, you know, the time of like, like politics will always be there. You know what I'm saying? Favoring, you know, a certain demo of people, no matter what, that will always be there. But I think that, you know, what we're seeing right now is, is, is the evolution and, and really the, so, the slow movement of equality. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is kind of this is kind of what it is. You know, a lot of times people say that it, that it moves slow. Um, but but when it comes, you know, what I'm saying that it's here. So. You know, being able to see people stand up for equality, I think what, you know, what all the, the networks and the streams are doing is huge uh, and saying, yo, we stand for equality. What, you know, with Tom Cruise and, you know, going back and saying, hey, you know, we stand with this. I mean, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, irregardless of, you know, people have their own opinions. I think that what we're what we literally are seeing is the is the evolution of equality and like that that next phase come uh, come to fruition. And so, you know, with that, 
you know, wherever it ends up landing, um, I know that it's going to be a little bit more of an equal playing field and, and ultimately it's going to end up being better for the folks that come, come behind us. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with the change. For sure. Shout out to Tom Cruise for giving his awards back for the people. We appreciate that. Um, BET up. awards or Soul Train awards? Ooh. Ooh. Ah. BET awards. AJ and Free or Terrence and Roxy? AJ and Free, man. They started. They started it. And, and let me not even say AJ and Free. I'm just going to roll with Free. I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with Free. Yeah. Yo MTV Raps or Rap City The Basement? The Basement. The Basement, bro. The Flows? Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're riding in the car with the air conditioner on, is the windows up or down? Oh, is my wife in the car or is she not? That's the question. <laughs> right. I'm solo. Oh, yeah. If, if I'm solo and it's the summertime, yeah. I'm saying the window, the windows is down and the AC is on. If, <laughs> if I'm with my wife, it, it, it's either or. You know, she makes me pick. So, you know, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Exactly. Um, 90s basketball shoes or 2000s basketball shoes? 90s no question retro retro business wouldn't be the booming business that it was if it wasn't for the 90s man yo the 90s was literally the golden era for sneakers right so you got all of your best outside of jordan all of your best like outside of jordan and if you want to count the current you know kd braun you know kai that, that was the dopest like era sneakers across all sports you had, you know, you had the footballs, you had the Barry Sanders, the Junior Seals, you know what I'm saying? Baseball, you had the Frank Tom, the Big Hertz, remember with Reebok? Yeah. You had the Griffies, you know what Bro, I'm we saying? We was buying with everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. Anybody that was a sign, like, that had a signature shoe, they had dope commercials, shout to the people that make them. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, pretty much, they, they went hard with uniform pants. Because <laughs> that's what we kind of styled them with back then. It wasn't... Back. You didn't have to put no fit together. That's why I think we was so crazy about them. And we wore, you know, a decent size. And by the time we got to high school, obviously, MJ and, you know, Nike kind of kind of ran the show from there on out. But, you know, as a kid, man, you got, you got, we was in feelings because of Grand Hill. About? We can go down the line. Facts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> even, even Stackhouse had a low key. When I mean, yeah. you talk about yeah, I had the Stackhouse. You talk about the safety kid. Yeah. Stackhouses was hard. The Gary Payton, man, come on. That was the golden era of, of sneakers with the nineties. The two thousands, eh, it went too much to, too, too much to performance and not enough style. You know what I'm saying? And I could I could say that intimately. You know what I mean? Well, Jordan two or Jordan twenty? Jordan twos, bro. I don't even think that's come on, man. Jordan twos. Jordan yeah. twos. I think I think that's the most that's the most disrespected uh, Jordan in the whole collection out of Jordan twos. No question. You know what? I, I think I think the reason why they didn't get the love that they didn't is because we weren't really around when they really went out. You feel me? Like because Mike was also yeah. he broke his foot, and I mean he still was wearing the ones the adjusted to that. You know, so we kind of got the twos like second half of that. But when, as of mm -hmm. our age, we got the retro late. 
of the two. Like yeah. it was like I think I think you was probably a freshman year in college, and that was my senior year when we finally actually no, it was two thousand three, two thousand four. When the two finally, yeah, second year in college. Yeah. When when the two finally like, all right, we're doing retros, and we're like, okay, let it grow on us a little bit. And I think the low tops are harder than the highs, but the highs is more traditional story. What Mike wore, and you can kind of get them off with, you know, bet, well during that time, cargo shorts. Jean shorts. I don't know what you know. You probably could do the twos now. Yeah, wear twos with jeans though. That's the thing. Is like you, it, you could, other, you could, but, but like really, but like look, the other and it's and it's a shoe that's surrounded by great shoes that it makes it uglier. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the three, true. And but, the I, one but I also okay. remember when people hated ones, and right. they were flat. And I'm flat footed, so I love the ones. And they had grip. I was the only person probably hooping in them. They were seventy bucks. I could get them whenever I wanted because people were like, nah, I want the, you know what I mean? I want the 16s because the 16s, I'm like, I'm going to get both. <laughs> you, don't want, you know what I mean? I'm, the 16s didn't have no grip, but they look better. And the ones, they was flat. And, you know, most people didn't really look at them like, but now you look at how, how popular they are. Like people, you can't leave your house without seeing the ones now. Yeah. You um, can. You can. And they come in, they come in every single color. And every, every color now. Color. Every color that was during the during the era of when them fake shoes was coming out, they releasing all them colors now. Exactly. Um, the Kobe two, the the space boots, or the Grinches. Oh, Grinches, bro! I think the Grinches are are. I think they're they're up there as, as, as an iconic shoe. I'm, I'm rolling with the Grinches for sure. The LeBron one or the South Beach nines. Ooh. Ooh. South Beach Nines. That AZG is tough though. That's a fave. And then, uh, but that that, but but the South Beach that is. South Beach broke the internet. Yeah. That 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 in the if, galaxy. If you ask me which one. I, yeah. That in the galaxy made the internet go crazy. That started to resell. Yeah, when, for like an athletic but, shoe, like for like a performance shoe, I think those are probably some of the best, like most stylish shoes that he ever came out with, or anybody has ever came out with. Yeah. Yeah, that that's when you you really saw that that transition. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, Trey hit it. It's like that's when the resale. That's when like that hype beat, and it, and it hit it kind of like on the same time as like, you know, IG kind of started popping. You know what I'm saying? Like things were were shifting, so it made it just you know it it literally switched the sneaker era. It ushered in you know this this sneaker era in which we are now. Like that hype beat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Area area we in now, but. Now nah, I'll rock with them South Beach stores. They tough. KD or Kyrie? Um, uh, KD man, KD. I love I love Kai. I think I think Kai is you know KD, KD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, winning a ring or winning MVP? Uh, you know, you know hold, on, hold on, hold on, time, time out. That's not a fair question. Um, <laughs> if you can, what, 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 am I taking clear. part? Huh? Uh, am I taking part in winning a winning a ring or you're like, or you're like, like a bench player? You're like either. I mean, I hate to frame it like this, but like <laughs> you're either Robert Ory or Russell Westbrook. Which would which would you prefer? Oh, I'm 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 taking the ring, man. I'm taking the ring. I'm taking the ring. I'm taking the ring. Okay. I'm like talking myself into that, but at the end of the day, I, I want I want a ring. I do want a ring. Yeah. And Robert Ory got like seven of them things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
He got seven, right? He got seven or yeah? He got seven. He has seven. He has seven. Yeah, he got seven. Big, big, big shot, Bob. Yep. Uh, Triple H or the and Russell. Russell gonna get his ring though. Russell gonna get his ring. Think so? You think so? Uh, Yeah, Russell gonna get Russell. Russ is a winner. Russ gonna get his ring, man. It's only right for for Russell's story for him to get a ring. I think I I think he's kind of in that Barkley lane where it's like. He missed his window. He's now getting kind of up there, and the way that he plays won't really fit into a championship team. I mean, like, obviously, Rondo got a late one, his second one late, and I can see Russ possibly if he wants to remold his vision of himself, but he's got to really work to, you know what I'm saying, later in his career to to change his feeling about himself to get there, I think. Yeah. I, I I think I think I think Russell is is a player who knows how to play one way, which is hard. He play hard, yeah. and he does everything that he can to win. I think Russell. Actually, I don't think I know Russell for a fact is one of the most fantastic teammates that are out there and goes hard as hell for anyone on his team. Yeah. Um, and no matter how this thing evolves, whether it comes later, whether it becomes sooner, what role he plays. Russell's gonna get his ring. Like it just it just makes sense. All the stuff he does for the community, all the stuff he does, like on the on the court, all the stuff that he does off the court, like it just it, Russell's gonna get his ring. I'm rolling with Russell. I mean, I hope he I'm, does. I'm Russell, Russell's Russell right been now. one of my favorite players since he entered the league. It's it's just tough, man. Not not everybody gets there. Shout out to Chuck too. Um Triple H Shout or the Undertaker. <laughs> Triple H or the Undertaker. Undertaker. I remember when I remember when both was started. I remember when Triple H. Do you know Triple H's original name? Uh, not Hunter Hearst Helmsley. It was something else, right? Uh, no, no, no. Was that the, was it, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I Hunter, remember when Hunter he had, a, had a, Yeah, and he was dressing flyer, bro. It was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and he spoke exactly. And he had a he had a he had an English accent. Yep. Then he had an English yeah. accent. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I can't respect that. Hey, Undertaker. <laughs> he was, he was on his he was on his you know snobby shit, bro. <laughs> He was on his snobby exactly. shit. He used you know to be looking down re- at cats. <laughs> exactly. You gotta re- you gotta respect somebody who who left who left the same way they came in. Only only, only thing he was messing with under was Paul Bear. Y'all remember the Paul Bear? Of course. Shout yeah, Paul Bear. Shout out to Paul Bear. Rest in peace. Paul Bear was dope. Rest uh, in peace, Paul Bear. The sneakers app or Robin Hood? Yo, bro. Let me tell you something, man. I roll with who made me money. So I'm rolling. I'm rolling with Robin Hood. Neither of them is for the culture. So mm-hmm. you know they act like they is, but they ain't. But Robin Hood made me some money, so we roll with Robin Hood. Right. Uh, salt or seasoning salt? Man, you would ask me this about five, ten years ago. I would have said seasoning salt. Now, <laughs> um, now nah, nah, I'm just going. You know, I got to get a little bit of salt, a pinch of salt. That's where I'm at right now in my life. Pinch of salt. But you know, don't don't tell don't tell my mama that. But you know, well, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Travis or Young Thug? Travis, Travis. I don't even. I only. I I keep the buck. I don't listen to either one of them. But Travis. Yeah. Uh, black socks or white socks? Black socks, no question. Marshawn Lynch or Deion Sanders? Beast mode. Be small for the people. Deion for the people. Be small for for be for the people. Mahomes or Brady? Mahomes. Mahomes. 
Tokyo. Brady, I mean, Brady, Brady's dope. Yeah. Tokyo or Dubai? Uh, Dubai is hot. And, yeah. and all those dope, I, I got to roll with Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo for sure. Dubai is too hot. I'm good. Tokyo was actually pretty hot when I went. I was I was surprised about how humid it was out there, but it was still dope. It wasn't nothing. It like does that. get humid. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nothing like with Dubai. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, D- Dubai is like a. It's you know. I, I, here's the thing. Let me let me let me say this. I've never been, but I know that that dry heat ain't no joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I be seeing how how to get out there. I, I, I can deal with some humidity. I've been I've been to Asia a few right. times in the summertime, but like you know. I'm I'm rolling with Tokyo. Straight out of Compton or Friday? Friday. Friday. No question. <laughs> Friday's iconic. Yeah. Uh Minister Society or do the right thing? Ooh, do the right thing. More positive. All, although, although Minister Society on on the soundtrack of Minister Society probably has the dopest West Coast song on a West Coast like movie on any movie of all time. Um LA high school hoops or LA college hoops? Uh, LA high school, man. LA 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 got the best high school scene or, or had the best high school scene in the country. No question. Right. But we I, did I, hey, and we I'm gonna tell you this college too. Who? I mean Who? UCLA was UCLA was a powerhouse for a minute in the in the late nineties and even in the early two thousands. Man, let, let me let me tell you this. It, it's no reason. It's no reason you've been to UCLA's campus. Everybody been to UCLA campus. It's no reason why UCLA should not have the number one recruiting class every single year. Like, like that looks like a movie when you walk on campus. And it's in LA. And they sponsored by Jordan. It's like, yo, but but you go to a game, you watch a game, whatever it is, it's like, yo, the the crowds ain't there. You know what I'm saying? People ain't showing up and ain't like turn like you know, you go to Cameron crazy. Like, it's like, it's a, they, they Cameron crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, yeah. But LA hoop scene, you go to a Westchester Fairfax game, turn. You know what I'm saying? You go to a, uh, you go to a, a Sarah Bishop game, turn. Sarah, who, who's Bourbon Days? Uh, who does Bourbon Day have a, have a rival? Y'all was our rival. What you mean? <laughs> nah, y'all, y'all wasn't rival. Y'all wasn't good enough. But anyway, you go to, you go to, <laughs> you go to they will game. knock it off. Hey, he turn. set you they up for that. Knock it off. He set uh, you I, up I for said, that. <laughs> I know he did, but, said, but it's not like I we didn't beat Bishop, y'all. I really we beat y'all when I was there. Y'all had Mike Mayo, somebody else. You, you, you was long gone, but that's when we we had. Mayo. That's crazy. I ain't heard Mayo name in so long, though. <laughs> yeah, I ain't heard Mayo name in a minute either. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no. Verb, hey, Verb respect David Greenwood. You know what I'm saying? Verb, Verb had they run. You know what I'm saying? Richard Chaney with the Verb. I remember, and then he left to go somewhere else. But you know, but either way, high school hoops in LA is like, yo, it's it. He went to, Sarah, he went to uh, uh, Downey really Calvary Sarah Chapel. Burners. Downey Calvary Chapel. Yeah, with Tim, uh, Drizzle. Uh, that, <laughs> Tim Drizzle. I heard that name in a minute. Yeah, hey, they were actually decent in what was it, Division Four? They were. Like they were. They were. They were, they were, there. They were D four, D five, I think. But yeah, nah, him and Drizzle did they thing. Yeah. I I remember them. Um, yeah, man, high school hoops. Streaming or going to the movies? Um, streaming, bro. Nah, ooh, yeah. I mean, it's a movie's an event. You know what I'm saying? I miss popcorn, though. You asked me one of the other. 
Popcorn don't yeah, hit the same at yeah, the crib, bro. You ain't gonna get no popcorn at crib. <laughs> that's that's true. Sw- I swap. Listen, here's my here's my strategy. If I'm watching at the home at my at my crib, I'm getting fries. If I'm at a movie theater, I want popcorn. <laughs> I like that. Trey. I oh, like where it. you getting the fries from? I mean, what, you you like just like buying fries? McDonald's fries. Right McDonald's home, fries. By the way, that's a shameless plug. That's something I was writing. <laughs> yeah. <it was. laughs> <laughs> for sure. I ain't mad at it. Um, I can't wait till the movies get back, though. I can't wait till the movies come back. When they come back, you know what I'm saying? We up in there. Magazines or online journalism? Man, yo, Slam Magazine, bro. Magazine all day. Slam Magazine. Shout out to Slam. Yeah. I'm saying get the subscription. Go to slamgoods.com and buy some, buy some magazines. Shout out to Slam. Buy the J. Cole joint that sold out. Shit's you fire, by the way. Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that was a dope, dope look for everybody. Um, blueprint or reasonable doubt? Oh, reasonable doubt, man. You got to start with the beginning. Yeah. Doubt. Uh, chronic 2001 or All Eyes on Me? Oh, oh, that's a tough one. Ooh, Come on, man. Tough. You know, you better go with 2001. All Eyes on Me. What? <laughs> you know that hit so hard. Listen, oh, I know I'm not mad. I'm not uh, mad at it. I love Tupac, but you know Samir. I don't know who you bought your burn CDs from at that time. I bought mine from Shamal, but we definitely was playing Shamal. Shout out to Shamal. Shout out to Dizzy. We was playing Chronic 2001 all through Senior Lane. Everybody and everybody CD player. No, that's real. I think about that because that That's was real. more of our era and more of the music that we can consume. Yes, all eyes on me age as well. It hits the same. But 2001, that was era, bro. Like, <laughs> down the line, house parties, like, L.A., everything. It hit, like, oh, my God. That right there, Corrupt Streets and Some Other, uh, Rough Riders Volume 2. It was a lot of shit we was listening to during those times. Bro, I remember that. It was, but I was gonna tell a story. Real quick. Yeah, no, I was gonna tell a story real quick because I just thought about it, but, bro. The first time I heard Prime 2001, so I went to school with John Sally's daughter. She was like low key my first little girlfriend, and the first time I heard Prime 2001, he had an advanced copy that he got from Shaq, who I guess Shaq had got it from Dre, and I heard it like maybe like three days days or like four days before it came out we was like all going to dinner i was like in this big ass like suburban i'm listening to this shit i'm like whoa this is the hardest shit i've ever heard in my life like, i still remember. you know in, in, in the main in the meantime you ride it with his daughter and he's playing i just want to fuck you like come on sick song man shout out to Devin the dude nah, nah, as a 12 year old mine was blown <laughs> yo that yo that Here's the thing though, Pac. When Pac came out, we can't forget how I put all eyes on me in my in the top five. East Coast dudes eat me up for this. I put all eyes on me, Doggy Style, top five hip hop albums of all time. You know what I'm saying? Doggy Style, my favorite album. It's not number one. It's my favorite. But all eyes on me when it came out, it came out with such a fervor that like like it was like he came hard. Two CDs. East Coast, West Coast. He got out like the day before and dropped a double CD. You know what I'm saying? And it was like Death Row. You know what I mean? It was like it solidified. Like Death Row already had the stamp on the game, but like that one was like the, like, yo, we here. You know what I'm saying? It's like if, if the Chronic and Doggy Style 
and dog food was like the foundation. This was like the skyscraper. You know what I'm saying? That shit was dope. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. You know what I mean? Like that stuff, man. Come on, man. You can't. Those that was that was just double CD. That that's fire, bro. I I don't, I don't think it get no big bigger than that. Pac Pac put the West Coast and like, yo, we here. We ain't going nowhere. You know, forget everyone else. You know what I'm saying? But 2001 was fire too, though. That was that was an amazing album. Yeah. Um, and one mixtape, volume one or volume two? Hey, bro, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. They run in, they 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 all run into each other. But I'm gonna tell you, uh, volume one, and I and I can't tell you the difference, but I have to pick one. So that's what I'm picking. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the uh, that was the emergence of uh, Skip to My Lou, and then Hot Sauce. I think was volume two. volume three. Oh, he's volume three. Hot Sauce is volume three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, hey, well, what you need to ask is the the and one mixtapes or the and one in person tour. I mean, when they came to LA at Southwest, yeah, you know what I'm saying that was that was fire. That was fire. Um, and the last one is the AI slam cover or the Kobe slam cover. Which AI slam cover? So the one with the Afro. Dope. And which one? Which Kobe one? The one. You know, like fifty of them. The, yeah, with the one where you had the flag on them. Uh, Southern Rises. That that's that's the one. If if you ask anybody. If you ask anybody at Slam which one is like they, you know, the cover, which one is like the cover, it's that solo night one. It's that one. Yeah. 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 The AI piece. Yeah. For sure. Well, that was the one of the two, brother. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people not patients, Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and ooh, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even at the gym. People, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Right now, bomb listeners. That's right. This podcast that you're listening to, the Black Opinions Matter. You guys all go to Lucy dot co and use promo code bom to get 20 percent off all products on your first order including gum or lozenges that's lucy l-u-c-y dot co and use promo code bom at checkout also i have to give this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco nicotine is an addictive chemical lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code BOM. Um, but now we're going to talk about Young Samir. Tell me, what's your connection with collecting basketball cards? Oh, dude. Come on, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you who, who put me on to, uh, I'm not going to tell you who what put me on, but what player. So you asked me, Shaq or Tim Duncan, and I didn't even listen to like, the, like I can't believe I remember the second player. I'm like, I want you to say Shaq, it's nobody else. So I was like this, like awkwardly chubby, 
um, like 10 year old who was like big and goofy, 10, 11 year old. Um, and then, you know, I wasn't really watching basketball. I wasn't paying attention to Michael Jordan and nothing like that. I was outside, you know, riding, riding bikes and eating ho-hos and honey buns or whatever. And then, you know, I, I saw this big old dude who was dunking on people and who made, who was like fun. You know what I'm saying? This is a big old oversized dude. And back then, if you was big, you was one of two things. You was either big and goofy or you was big and mean. Nobody was big and fun. You know what I'm saying? And so Shaq got me into like basketball in general, which then made me get into like, yo, I'm like paying attention to Shaq. And then I remember seeing this card. I think it may have been a flare, but they had this piece. I don't know if y'all remember this. But it was like him dunking. It was like a black background, him like cocking back dunking. And like it showed like all the different stages of his dunk. And I was like, that got me hooked right there. And then from then on out, I just got on to collecting all the basketball cards. And that actually got me into basketball. And so I collected the cards heavy for maybe like three or four years. They still somewhere unless my parents just threw them away. I need to actually find all of them. Um, but yeah, basketball cards was my thing to the point where I remember looking in like some type of like classifieds. If I, if I remember what it is. I'll be able to tell you. I remember meeting a dude in a Jack in the Box parking lot buying a signed Nick Van Exel Cincinnati card that was probably fake. But that's how much I was into it. Like, I was doing, like, low-key meetups. Like, yo, mom, take me to the Jack in the Box so I get this card. But, yeah, no, that was... How much was that card supposed to be worth? Man, who knows? I probably paid $20 for it. You know what I'm saying? So... It, it couldn't have been that expensive because my mom wanted to run in front of the building and take me to Jack in the Box. It wasn't more than twenty twenty five dollars. Right. You know, what I mean, hey, I'll, so I'll be. I, I'm pretty sure it was fake, but I got it. Some some things are are meant to have at that time. You just like I gotta have it, so I I, I get it. Um, on the you same li- it, on the same line, what was your connection with collecting comic books? Oh yeah, no, that was that was uh that was my love before like basketball, man. I'm like yo. Wolverine, you know what I'm saying? X-Men, my, my uncle. Uh, no, you know what? You know what it was? No, I remember actually exactly what it was. When I was in elementary, I was in like this, uh, like this, this, this kind of like magnet school or whatever, magnet like program mm-hmm. at Dublin Elementary, which is now a, a different school. Um, I remember these dudes just always draw, and I was a terrible draw. I can't draw a circle. But I was like, oh man, they got to come like creating characters and stuff like that, which then turned me on to like, you know, comic books and things of that nature. And so, you know, I was with, I was with it all, man. Like, you know, um, obviously Marvel, X-Men, which I can't wait till Marvel kind of reboots that. I don't know when, but, you know, they got it and they, they got it and ready to bring it out. Um, the dopest comic book that I think never really went to, went, that never really went nowhere was Static Shock. It was the first black character that I can remember not Spawn and not, uh, you know, not Black Panther. They weren't really big, big characters. But Static Shock was the first, like, young, cool black dude. I remember I, I bought the first issue of that, and I was like, oh, we finally got this black character. So whoever made that, you know what I'm saying, kudos, kudos to y'all. Somebody need to say, we need to be able to remake that and bring that back. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I ended up with, like, a random collection of comics, bro. Like, my grandma came home with, like, the milk carton uh, crates of just random joints, bro. And I would just be looking, and I seen, like, Iron Fist and, you know, like all type of additions, but I didn't know nothing about it being worth anything. You feel me? So I'm like looking and um, overall, like I used to just be reading them joints. That's what got me into reading, but I didn't know nothing about like, oh, first issue, whatever. You know what I'm saying? My grandma actually 
was a um, she cleaned houses and she used to clean houses for Aaron Spelling out in Beverly Hills. So oh, wow. every time oh, like at, the, at, the, at that crib, at that crib, crib. Yeah, yeah. So she would, you know, I mean, back in the day, it was a latchkey kid. So like I'm at home all day. Once I come home from school, I'm walking home at seven. So I got the whole crib, but like she would come home with, you know, wealthy people and rich people are two different type of things. You know what I mean? Like they getting rid of, they getting rid of brand new shit in a heavy rotation. You feel me? So they'd be like, oh, Lois, you can have this. Bruh, she gave me an authentic Magic Johnson jersey. I couldn't fit it. I used to be outside playing in that shit. I wish I still could have like had it to this day, but it was a mesh authentic wow. jersey i had this shit in like 93 94 like right after he retired so i'm just playing in it though you know what i'm saying but like she would come home with so much shit yeah. every time that i just didn't really appreciate it like that because i just was a kid and i'm like you know it wasn't and she didn't know either what she was bringing home and i'd be kicking myself like damn yeah. this 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 you know what i'm saying and at that time tori was like she probably was Th- like 16, 17, bro, getting ready to, you know, make that jump to get into 90210 and stuff. But they, you know, they they were super, super nice to my grandma, bro. Like they they end up uh, helping out on the funeral and everything. But like, yeah, they got me into comics, bro, because of the yeah. hand-me-downs, because of what they they had at the crib, bro. Like just gave my grandma a whole crate of them. And I'm just reading through them. Like, oh, this shit is hard. But yeah, dog, it's so so funny when I think about that. Hey, what, what? What was your favorite? What was your favorite comment growing up? Iron Fist. That's the thing. Like when I see who it is, yeah. I, I watched uh Captain Captain. I mean, uh Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't like yeah. that. I thought it was kind of corny. But then I knew I heard the name. You know, when he brought in Isaiah, I'm like, this name sounds familiar. And then I like Google, and I'm like, oh, that's Iron Fist. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. And you put two and two, so that yeah. I'm glad they're doing the storytelling. But then also, like it was that was good representation for me to see a black superhero. You know what I mean? Um, he had the afro with the tie, mm-hmm. the bandana on his head, and he was buff, and he had these like '70s clothing, and you know, like that shit had me hype. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I, I you know before Black Panther, even though Black Panther was out, I just wasn't aware of him. You know what I mean? Because my my rolodex of of Marvel and, and DC just wasn't up to par and I kind of got into other shit. So it was, it was a light switch. Yo, you, you want to know the most, most impressive thing that Marvel did with this run was that they, they took, which were basically, I mean, they were primary characters in like the sixties, seventies, but they were secondary characters to our generation. And like, they made them like a franchise, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like literally multi-billion dollar business. Like nobody was, you know, checking for Iron Man, you know what I'm saying? The Hulk, like, that was kind of like old news, you know what I'm saying? Let alone, let alone Hawkeye and, uh, and, uh, uh oh my gosh, what's her name? She's coming. Black she's, Widow. She's dope. Black Widow. Black Widow. Nobody was checking for them, you know what I'm saying? Not from Marvel. I mean, Marvel. obviously, you know, Marvel, they, they hold tempo with X-Men, you know what I'm saying? Right. And even, even how they brought in the Hulk, they had to try to revamp the Hulk three different times before they landed on this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. So they they really got lucky with John Favreau directing 
Iron Man and picking that out. And you know what I'm saying? Obviously, having Robert Downey Jr., who's kind of like the anchor to the whole shit and having a, a great actor, you know what I'm saying, get behind it. Shit. I mean, that's low key what happened to Batman, too. You know, they had a good director in Christopher Nolan and Chris and Christian Bale is obviously a good ass actor. And so it's like when they get solid people in those roles, then they can start to build some shit around it. But it's like whenever they go away from that, as is with DC, it's like the shit kind of just like falls apart a little bit, you know, because it's like nobody really cares if you don't have the strong direction and like a really good actor to play those roles. Yeah, Yo, sure. those Batmans were fire. Bro, the most fire. fire. Those, still, those Christopher Nolan ones, fire. Those are still like the best, like the second and the third one, even Batman Begins, like those are still the best superhero movies ever to me. And I used to love the original. Oh, they were great films. And and I still fuck with the Avengers and all that shit. I think it's cool, but it, nothing is holding the candle to the Dark Knight. That shit is on another level. Yo, the Dark Knight was like the, I could sit back and watch the Dark Knight as like uh, like you if you take away all the action, you still have a great film. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, don't like, get me don't know, get me started with bad. Heath Ledger's performance. <laughs> I'll bring I'm not rocking with slander to the table. I will right? slander Batman. <laughs> Fuck that nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, bro. Nah, Yo, bro. The dark he, just night, a, bro? he just a rich man that needed therapy, man. Fuck out of here. Play with he his is. Twitter takes on Batman. Come hey, on, bro. You can hey, appreciate that's, that. Hey, that's hey, that's me and Kevin was was going at it for like so long, bro, about Batman because I was like, Batman and Godzilla are both boof. Like I'm cool on both of them. I don't want to hear nothing about Batman, bro. He was out here just bored. He had cheese. He ain't had time for no chicks. Jeez. He's just out here beating up homeless people. People that ain't had no insurance, bro. He out here breaking their arms. He ain't kill them, <laughs> but he's just making the he making the hospital bill high. Hey man, he no violence, bro. Nobody, I, I ain't never seen nobody knock out so many people without no blood. Like that's just crazy. Yeah, I, I thought that was I thought that was weird too. Batman is Batman is dope though. Bane should have watched. Bane watched him in the movie, bro. That so so you don't like none of. No, no, no. I watch him. I watch him, but I just think that he I think he overrated as a character. I respect I respect the movies, but I just think the storyline and what he does, like he ain't got no real superpowers, bro. He just got bread. He up. He he's rich. <laughs> that, but I know that's what I'm yeah, saying, bro. He probably and, and he's the, and he's the, listen, he's the world's he, best detective. Listen, he probably on an island and don't have to pay no taxes either. <laughs> and y'all ride for no, that. That, that, y'all ride fact. that white man listen he could get shot in the, that's the thing why ain't nobody <laughs> never shot him in the face his, that's it just shoot him nobody in the face, no, him not, in the his, face. His, his face is uh, the, the uh, what, his mask I'm talking about this part bro shoot him yeah, at I'm the bottom saying, shoot that nigga in the jaw bro <laughs> dark shadows ain't got him that lit <laughs> <laughs> I would do a pod and just slander him that man one time for sure um, tell me about your relationship with Pogs. Yeah, man, Pogs is just, we're, we're dope, bro. Yo, did, did, dope. You got the Pogs and the Slammers. Did, did Knott's Berry Forum get you onto Pogs at Mystery Lodge? No, no, bro. I'm going to tell you guys, me on the Pogs, all these, all these kids in my neighborhood and, 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 and the ice cream man that was hustling them to the kids coming through with the, with the Slammers, bro. That, that, that's who put me on them. The ice cream man, like yo, let me let me get them, and they even come and like take everybody pogs, bro. That's what it's about, you know what I'm saying? But hold up, tell me about the mystery lodge. I wasn't hitting Knott's Berry Farm, but not Terry Farm. So please put me on so, game. So mystery oh, yeah, lodge, I was, I was up there. 
I was up so, there. So Mystery Lodge had like this promo, right? First of all, you can get in if you like, like recycle. You get in free, right? With like some bottle caps or something crazy. And then Mystery Lodge had this whole thing where you go. It was an attraction where you go sit in a little cave and they tell us stories. And when you leave, they hand you a sheet of pogs, 25 pogs and a slammer. So it was basically a pog Whoa. starter kit. And that's uh. what got that's what got me with my collection. And then I was like, all right, cool. I got 25. And, you know, obviously we, we've been on the we, we've actually covered pogs as a topic before. And we were talking about, do you remember, like, Black Magic, Tippies? Like, niggas was coming up with all type of shit, bro. Or do, or do you remember niggas used to argue about if you were playing for keeps or not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. some niggas used to be, like, scared and didn't want to play for keeps because if a nigga had a secret little slammer, you know what I'm saying, and he whipped that motherfucker out. Yeah, I still I still can't believe I paid seventy five dollars for a quote unquote not not real but fake fourteen karat gold OJ Simpson slammer, and it was a ripper. So yeah, li- so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had the it had, NFTs, bro. That's what they hey, That's facts, bro. It had the it had the um the Bronco on it, AC Collins. And the juice on there, bro. No, it didn't, bro. Oh God! Remember, hey, did Jason? Remember I showed you it? Somebody, yeah, somebody yeah, had it. I told the story, and somebody was like, "Yo, I bought the same one," and showed me it, and I lost it because I was like, "Yo, I can't be the only stupid one that bought this shit." You feel know I me? Mean? And my grandma, my grandma, you know what I mean? Like she used to get money for me like every month because she, you know, she uh took care of me, and uh, she was like, "Yo, you sure you want? I got three hundred dollars a month." And she was like, you sure you want to spend $75 on this? I was like, yes. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, think about it. I'm, like, 11, bro. Like, that's, up, 70, that's 75 going <laughs> to, like, something cool. Because 75 <laughs> back then was hitting, bro. We, that's when we was getting 25 cent um, chips. We was getting sodas for 25 out the vendor. You know what I'm saying? You could do a lot with a yeah, dollar right back then. So, for me to spend that much on a slammer, bro, I'm still hot that I even just kind of got into that mix, man. Um, speaking of cheap food, I wanted, I wanted you to tell everybody about how, how crazy Fruitopia was and Dominguez, um, snack bar, the licorice. Fruitopia. I don't know if you ever got down with the sour licorice. Oh. Hold up, hold up. You talking, you talking about the snack bar ran by, by George? By George. Yeah, by George. Ah, you big dummy. <laughs> you big, big dummy. dummy. Yo, we used to, we used to have a snack bar. Hey, man, you, you took it back. He's at a snack bar and it was ran by 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 this by this old dude. His name was George, and and George used to call everybody a dummy. It don't it don't matter who you was. You could have been the best best player. You could have been like the, the rattiest dude on the street. Yeah, you, you big dummy. Get up out of here, you big dummy. And he'll give you. But he was like a good dude. You know what I'm saying? But you know that George is cool. George is cool, man. I remember that snack bar. Damn, I almost forgot about that snack bar. Yeah, that shit crazy, bro. I, I, back I, in the gym. I Nobody ever off- rated that snack bar, huh? No, no. And then the crazy thing about it was with for two bucks, you can get a country time lemonade, a pack of sour licorice. Yeah. Or you go right by the, the girls locker room and you can get Fruitopia. And then when Coach yeah. Keith and Coach D was selling the mini pizzas, you do that. 
And then by by T Free House, yeah, by Trayvon but, House, was the burrito spot. Oh, hey, let me let me say this. When I was living in New York, every time, damn man, I remember Fruitopias, bro. I, damn, I do remember Fruitopias. Every every time I would come to LA, the first stop I would make would be the burrito spot, bro. And and just to let y'all know, we had two burrito spots. So we had like the burrito spot that was like the like the like classic Mexican burrito spot, burrito and foil, white cheese. You know what I'm saying? You can get your carne asada, your chicken, your rice, your beans, your onions, hot sauce, fire. And then they had like the like the like the Chinese food burrito spot where they would put like white teriyaki. rice, teriyaki chicken. You know what I'm saying? I think they had the cheddar cheese, and they had this. It's a sour cream, but it was like cream cheese. You know what I'm talking about? Thick. Hey, slam that thing on, and it was like, yo, which, which one? You? I I was like, give me my Mexican food burrito from the spot. You know what I'm saying? But some dudes like, no, 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 no. Give me the Chinese food burrito, and that that burrito, I'm not gonna lie to you, was slamming. I've never ever ran into nothing else like that in my life, but that was a slamming burrito. But give me the Mexican food spot any day. But also, day. You, we got Jack in the Box a little bit later across the street. Oh, Jack in the Box was clutch. Hey, Jack in the Box was clutch because you could you could just go across the street, get you a little sandwich, and then come back. But still to this day, bro, that that spot. Oh, also the golf course, the bacon, the bacon cheeseburgers at the golf golf course. I ain't never been to the golf you course. Never, you never cut through the uh, the field. See, I used to cut the, never bro, went to the golf course. JJ, you you missed out on this little this little this little thirsty little uh food run we had Who's in the So it was a Compton one, right? Right. It's the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Then- I, used, I used to I used to go there with because I was uh the captain of our golf team in quotations at Bird. Because <laughs> one of the teachers played golf and he wanted to have a golf team. I was the only kid who knew how to play golf. So we got like four other five little random kids to come like play with us like once a week like on thursdays and shit and we used to go to the compton the uh compton golf course right over right down the street from the school yeah that bro, that's funny that, they, they had they had the, the firest bacon cheeseburgers ever miss mcdaniel used to sell uh chili dogs too she used to have chili dogs bro and she put in the microwave and sell them just for like a dollar you get a chili dog and a capri sun i had i was in there eating bro like crazy oh yeah no nah, listen i go hooping hey, i, I I go hoop in the backcourt, eat. You know what I'm saying? You remember the dunk courts? I still think about <laughs> yeah, that dunk. No. I still think about that dunk KB dunked on, uh, I mean, uh, Keon dunked on JB and wrapped his legs I around it. Yes, hey, Keon will be back down the dunk court, though. I can see Keon was probably the only one back there dunking on dudes. Maybe Bobby. Bobby probably. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby was out there, too. You, you know, uh, Bobby was definitely back there. It was rare. It was rare that y'all came back. Y'all would come back and watch, but I remember. No, for sure. I would have to. I'll be back there, just bro. I'm talking about Jason. No deodorant, nothing, bro. Just, just <laughs> listen, listen, bro. You just started the day with deodorant, and you come into the class. Your white tee sweaty. You out there really hooping, saving up. But it's a dunk court, bro. It's like eight and a half, and oh, wow. a lot of people that don't know. Nuts. You know, Tyson and them used to call me Baby KG because I would rock a like a ball fade and i used to have a rubber band and i could dunk back then like i'm ninth grade dunking but i was i was short i wasn't like but i just kind of like was dark skinned and but that was a lazy nickname for me baby kg you know what i'm saying and it used to be hilarious because i'd just be like yo you know what i mean and then you know samir and them was a year older than me so they on var like bro and they team was just really 
just just stacked up and down, fam. Like, you know what I mean? And we'd be yeah. at the games and bro, it was just a family though. We ain't lose. I don't think I don't think Dominguez lost on any level until 2002. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that was yeah. that was the last year Keon was by herself, obviously. But um, you know, mm-hmm. like we had probably like the longest streak of like league game wins. Like straight up, like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you oh you talking about league, yeah, league game is practice. League league game is game crazy. Is yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I see we do shout outs on this. So I would like to shout out Gar. I would like to shout out Paramount. I would like to shout out Linwood. I would like to shout out who else is in that league? I can't even remember. Downey. Who else? Who am I missing? Downey. I would like to shout out Downey. I know I may be missing one. Who else? Uh you said Linwood or oh, Warren. Oh, Warren. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We're going to leave it at Warren. I said guard too. Yeah, I would like to shout out y'all for taking them 50-point losses every <laughs> single year and let us practice hard sets. And, and, the and only, the only team I honestly could say that really had heart or really could, like, do a little something was Linwood. When they got that new gym, that shit was great. It was so fun to go over there. Linwood, but... Linwood was the only only team. Yeah. Yo, they called – I remember my my junior year – they called that game early because everybody wanted to fight. That place was jumping. LA High School hoops. That place was jumping. I remember. I remember thinking, thinking my I was I was tough. I got a dunk in that game. I started throwing up gang signs like an idiot. I remember Coach Trey was like, "Man, stop doing that, man! Stop doing that!" <laughs> hey, dude was hot, bro. Dude, hey, people was like, like before the game, the coaches got in a fight. Like that's the type of thing it was. I remember they called the game early. I think we was up by like we was up by. Like, Enough to call the game early, you know what I'm saying? Everybody like, always get up out of here. What about you know Centennial? What I mean? Ooh, you talking about the fight? Were you yeah. there at the fight? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but that right there caused us to never play any Compton schools. Uh our last Yo, question that, that we that, that's what it is. Yeah, our last question that Go we normally it. that we ask our guests is uh what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? Um, what would I, what advice would I give my eighteen year old self? I mean, I think, I think, um, I think, I think two things, right? I think one is to I always, I always kind of think about this, just to kind of be a little bit more audacious. You know what I'm saying? Um, growing growing up, especially as like young black people were trying to work and fit into to a system and are told just to kind of like get jobs and grow and things of that nature, we're not we're not told to, you know, really push for beyond hard work and, and a paycheck. Um, and I would just tell myself to be a little bit more audacious, to ask for a little bit more, um, take risk a little earlier. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to, to negotiate and to be able to, uh, you know, make yourself some money. Like I'm, I'm blessed to be able to have, you know, mentors that kind of, that help and usher me through like different, different places. But it was always like, it wasn't until I got into my, Really, man, to be honest, it's like my mid thirties that I was like, all right, let's let's negotiate and understand your worth. Um, you know, and I always think about, you know, people say, yo, you, you know, all the audacity, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think you have to be audacious in order to to attain great things, you know what I'm saying? Otherwise you'll just be um, you know, you'll just be kind of status quo, you'll just be like everybody else and, and nobody wants to grow up and be like everybody else. At least I don't. Um, that's one thing. The second thing would be yo, to eat healthier, eat better, you know what I'm saying? Health is wealth. You know, so like I, I would just make sure that, you know, after I start hooping, just to make sure we continue to keep up, man. Mind, body, spirit, that's going to help you 
uh, attain attain like you know your your greatness and reach your full potential. So, you know, if if if, if I was to ask myself or to to tell myself any of those two things would be uh, be be more audacious and and you know just to make sure to continue to keep everything in line with with what your goals and visions are. You know, physically, mentally, spiritually, cognitively. So yeah, that those would be the two things. Man, this has been a great episode, man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, for sure.